0: you are listening to KZAA, KZ-A-A LP, LP Santa Barbara 96.5, 96.5 FM Gaza! The FCC won't let me be! You do it away, you touch yourself, go back with health away!
1: Publications, calculations,
0: Alright, yo, what up? What's cracking? You're listening to KZAA LP 96.5 FM. Your life in America coming to you every week. You know what's up. Hardcore punk of the 805 and nationwide. Um, You just heard most of the new LP from a band called Terena out of Oxnard. That record is called Cerebellum Prison. Obviously, you just heard most of it. It rips. You can listen to it um, on Spotify or Bandcamp. You can also follow them on Instagram at TerenaHC. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, and, okay, they're actually playing tonight. Let me drop this real quick. There is a show tonight. I already told you guys earlier. Oxnard Performing Arts Center in Oxnard. Doors are at 6 p.m. Uh, plausible deni- Deniability, Bare Minimum, Terena, Face Facts, and big shout out to Creator, Destructor, Doomsday, is Headlining, and Eightfold Path. So, if you're listening, head down to Oxnard after this and check out the show. And I am more than honored and grateful and stoked to have one of the hottest bands in the 805 right now, one of the heaviest, hardest bands in the 805 right now. The whole, I got the whole Terena gang live in the studio right now, which is really cool because I don't get to have bands that often anymore. So, what's up guys? Hello. Hey man. (laughs) Guys, just introduce yourself, your name, and what you do in the band.
1: I'm Mika, and I play bass for Terena.
0: I'm David, and I play drums for Terena.
1: My name's
2: Dante and I play guitar for Treena.
3: Hello, my name is Julian and I do vocals and uh, guitar.
0: That's what's up. Thank you guys. Hey, thank you guys so much man for coming on the show. I appreciate it. You'll be you'll be part of the Your Life in America archive with all kinds of great people and hardcore bands. Um, so yeah, I know you guys you just put out a new record, you're actively playing shows. Um, if you kind of just want to give everybody an update on like what's currently what's currently going on with the band, like what are you guys working on, what uh, shows do you have coming up, like plans for shows, merch, physical copies of your record, like any of that kind of stuff. Well, uh,
4: yeah, we're we're kind of in the works right now of getting some physicals, you know, pressed and being able to get those released, and uh, we're just working on new music, trying to hop on as many shows as we can, get some more stuff in February and March, hopefully.
0: Nice. Yeah, the, the physical release of the record will be cool. Do you have any idea who's going to do it?
4: Um, just from past experience, I have a company that I've gone through, so if all works out, that, sh- that should be the plan.
0: Okay, you guys are playing tonight, right? Yeah. Are you soaked? Absolutely yeah. And then you're playing Saturday night?
4: Yeah, we are. Yes.
0: Okay, and then any other shows planned um, other than that?
4: Um, off the top of my head, nothing, nothing, nothing comes to mind. I think we just kind of, uh, kind of ideas right now for the next few months.
0: World tour or what? (laughs) Slow bleed Torino world tour. Yeah, Yeah, that's what's up. a shout out to the whole eight hundred five scene, man. Eight hundred five on top. Yep. Um. And then, okay. So, oh, what about merch? You guys have merch right now, right?
1: Yeah, we, we do, do. Yeah, yeah, we have uh we have shirts and we have stickers and that's
0: it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're yeah. you're I I love the t-shirts and I love the artwork uh for your record too and the and your new logo sick. Um okay, so yeah, thank you guys again for rolling up here. How was the drive up here?
4: Not too bad. Man. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'd hold about 80 the whole way going up here. Yeah. I had yeah. Sure. Pretty pretty reckless. <laughs> to make sure we were
3: punctual. Absolutely. Cut some people off, you know. Yeah. Don't worry about it though. Just
0: the ears <laughs> Yeah, you guys were here right on time. Was there traffic in carpenteria No,
4: at all. No, I was actually surprised. With, yeah. Like, one of the first times in a long time there
3: wasn't traffic in carpenteria
0: <laughs> Damn, they cleared the they cleared the freeway for terena They did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
3: Torreño.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. um Take as much time as you want to answer these questions. Um, if you want to pass that mic so that it sounds really good, that's fine. But just like a quick background on each of you guys, like uh, what do you do outside of playing music? One thing I've learned is that like hardcore doesn't pay the bills. When I was younger, I kind of thought that like people in bands, I guess because I idolized them so much, I was like, oh, like these guys pay like all their bills and like these guys make so much money. And then like, as I got older, I learned that like most people that run labels actually lose money and they have full-time jobs. Um, so yeah, if you want to just talk about like, uh, what you do outside of, of playing in Terena, like where you grew up, um, and yeah, just go from there.
3: Okay. So starting with me, uh, right now I'm working full-time at a, at a furniture warehouse where we sell luxury furniture. And basically, pretty, pretty much my job is... Yeah, right? <laughs> They're all display items. Pretty much, my job just consists of lugging stuff out of the warehouse, making it just sure it looks good, and that it's clean if it's not broken. You know, we either try to fix it, and if it can't be fixed, then we just throw it away. But other than that, we do, we do pretty good. And outside of that, I just kind of hang out in my house, just play video games. I try to come up with uh, new ideas when it comes to music, especially. And if it, I feel like if it doesn't fit for Terena, then I just kind of m- make it for myself pretty much. Like, nice. oh, I'll just play that for my
0: own time. You know that?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Are you on Call of Duty or what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, what's your gamer tag? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: those fools in End Time are on it, man. They're always playing Warzone. All, yeah. I feel so out of the loop, man. <laughs> nah,
3: what's, what's the, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to video games. That's cool, man. Like. My first video game that I ever played was like God of War. I was like six. Yeah. Not a good first video game for a kid <laughs> at all. But not like mainly it's like, um, dang, I'm blanking on it. But just like more like uh, the role playing stuff. Like I like fantasy, stuff like yeah. that. If I do play shooters, it's like Halo and <sighs> stuff like that. Damn. I like stuff like that.
0: Shout out to Halo, man. You guys are young, so I was playing Halo in like 2005. When it like first on the, yeah, on the, on the, the original. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yo, you, you got that green Mountain Dew one though. I think that was, that was, I think that was the Euros potty train. <laughs> yeah. I had the black one. No, I had the the black one with the big X and the green logo in the middle. Uh, that is I, I sick. The, I had the clear one. Yep, yeah, I remember that one. But so like when I was playing video games, like you, it's crazy now. Cause my roommate has an Xbox one. And he's like, yo, let's play. Like we play NHL and he like hockey and stuff. But he'll be he'll <laughs> but he'll be like, he'll be like, yo, let's check out this game. And it takes like two days to download or yeah. something. Or it takes like eight hours. And I was like, can't we just go to the store and buy it? And like he's like, No, you gotta download it. It takes like sixteen hours. I'm like, dang, that's crazy, man. Um Yeah, that's what's up though. Did you okay, so did you grow up in Oxnard? Uh
3: no, actually. I kind of well, I was born
0: in Oxnard,
3: and then later on down the line, my mom moved to Bakersfield for a little bit, and then when that didn't work out, we moved uh, back in with my grandfather and my my grandparents basically into okay. uh, Ventura, a little house in Ventura. Uh, my uncle still lives there, uh, so I kind of grew up with him, and it's like little small, not suburban neighborhood, but just like it's kind of just around there. It's like right across the street from a bar, so that's it was. Pretty cool. So I just pretty much spent most of my, like, young years and my formative years, like my teenage years, just kind of growing up in Ventura. Nice. So I just know that whole area, like, by the back of my hand. Yeah. Like, I used to live in a little area called Montalvo, and I would, like, kind of when I was around 18, so when I started going to the more punk shows, it wasn't, because, like, punk was, like, big in, like, 2018, 2019. Yeah. Like, I would walk to shows from like my house. Like I would live in like Montava, which is basically just like there's suburbia areas but it's like kind of the hood. Yeah. But I would walk all the way down to downtown, like, Main Street from there that's, that's like a mile, two miles I think. Yeah. Okay. And then when I moved back to Oxnard around twenty eighteen, I um I remember I actually skated to all the way to downtown Ventura from Oxnard, like from that bridge on the freeway going down Johnson. Yeah. And I, cause I knew Ventura, so I just kind of would just know the backways and the alleyways and stuff like that. Wasn't that a Hong Kong Inn show that, 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 that you skated
0: dude, to? That was Hong rest Kong Inn. In, rest in then, peace God. to the Hong Kong Inn, man.
3: Yeah. What's it called? I rolled up and you were like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing here? And I was like, how'd you, he was, you were like, how would you, how'd you get here? And I just yeah. said, I held up my skateboard that I had the time. And you're like, <laughs> <So> what? sick." <laughs> That's a, that's a mission. And, I think it's normal. Like, I could walk that distance and be fine. Couldn't be me, though. Like, I would just stop for, like, at a Coral's Jr. and get a water.
1: <laughs> you know, I have a water cup and I feel it was right.
2: Right on. Thanks, man. No problem. Take it away. All right. So, I'm Dante, to reiterate. Um, so, uh, like, um, outside of Terena, I work at a metal factory in Camarillo as an inspector just nice looking at small metal parts making sure they're all good um is it like mass production of stuff um i say they work with um like um aerospace uh, firms like uh boeing jpl and okay. um they make little parts for for what like basically it's by order um, okay gotcha really anything in mass production but um outside of work um just like this fellow over here. I'm just playing video games, trying to write as much as I can. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, besides that, I'm pretty boring.
0: <laughs> Not even. You have a good job, but you guys are living the life, man. Responsible, worki- responsible young, working adults, law abiding citizens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> law abiding citizens. <laughs> No, that's what's up. And did you grow up in Oxnard?
2: Um, I grew up kind of all around the eight hundred five. Born in Ventura, lived there for a couple years. Lived in Cam for most of my life, but um, nice. I consider a lot of my um, my uh, growth as a person being in Oxnard. Like I met all of my close friends all in Oxnard. Um, The scene, of course, in Oxnard. Like um, I consider Oxnard to be my home, but as in just growing up, I just all around the eight hundred five.
0: For pretty sure. Much. That's what's up. Right, yeah, well, you guys can use whatever mic you want. Cool. Just awesome. try your best to talk close to it and into it. Got you. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and um, for me, outside of Terena, my, my main priority right now is just school. Uh, I was working, and I had a pretty good job. I was actually working here in Santa Barbara. I was a tile contractor. Oh, nice. I, I was spending too much time like on that and you know neglecting my classes and stuff like that. Had to stop doing that and kind
0: of. Oh yeah, because you're still back. in high school, huh? Yeah. So what grade dude, are you man. in? Are you?
4: Uh, I'm. Well, <laughs> I, I'm i am ten I'm a junior. Okay. But I have sophomore credits just from working and putting it That's off. That's
0: okay. Yeah. But I mean,
4: it, it all works out. That's I'll crazy.
0: Out. You're yeah. Shout out to you, man. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so you were born in two? Were you born in two thousand five? Yeah, dude. born in two thousand five. <laughs> I feel so old right now, man. <laughs> None of us are 90s babies. Just that. <laughs> no, that's what's up. That's cool. I mean, you guys are all, you guys are all, like, very, like, I, I've i always chopped it up with you guys and, and seen you and everything and never thought, like, anything of age. So, that's cool. And so, do, are you, did you grow up in Oxnard? Yeah, I, I grew up in Oxnard, like, for, like, you know, my, my
4: younger years. And I actually moved to Santa Barbara for, like, three four years okay and kind of just continued school here just being a kid you know just yeah playing hockey and be just oh you play
0: hockey yeah. at ice in paradise or what
4: no dude i moved right before that opened i was playing roller hockey
0: okay uh yeah. where's the roller hockey rink um, at again Warren Showground. oh that's right that's yeah. right so my roommate is the head my roommate is the head coach of ucsb ice hockey no way yeah he's that's big crazy. in hockey out here so really cool. he's the one that got me the flames the flames hoodie <laughs> yeah. like as a joke because that's my 2k team you know <laughs> that's bro. Yeah, yeah hockey's man. awesome and then you but then you move back down to oxnard yeah, move
4: back to oxnard with my grandparents you know make sure they're okay and take care of them that's what's but up dude yeah o- Oxn- oxnard's where my heart is like no matter where else <laughs> i go that's that's where it is that's what's up man that's where everything important to me happens and
1: where it stays
0: cool <laughs> Yeah, <Oxnard. laughs>
1: Alrighty, um, I'm Mika. Uh, What I do for work, uh, I'm actually a carpenter. I've been doing carpentry for around three or four years now. Nice. Um, I do a lot of like home remodeling too. I work for two different companies, and uh, yeah, that's just been keeping me busy for a while. I mean, after that, I mean, I just go to I go to the gym, and then. We can all on tell. Thur- on, and then on Thursdays, <laughs> I go to Torrena practice, and kind of what I do. Do you guys practice where in time practices? No. no, we actually practice in David's uh, living room. Living room. Yeah. That's sick. And, yeah, we've been. We I your mean, abuelita's alright with that? <laughs> she, when she was around, she was alright with it. She actually she loved it. She loved it. She was, she was nicest lady ever. But um, yeah, we we jam in his in his uh living room
0: that's so, awesome yeah. probably sounds really good in there
1: yeah yeah, it actually does sound pretty yeah. good
3: sounded better with the chandelier hanging in the back <laughs>
0: dude that that's that's awesome that you're a carpenter and how long have you been doing it you said uh like three or four years I okay think, yeah, I'm coming
1: up on four years doing it dude, I dropped out of high school to do it that's why I've been doing it for so long and I'm 18 but are you I mean you're successful right yeah are you I happy mean, uh, yeah nah it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 happy with it. It's just hard work, you know. It's just of course, a yeah. Job, so it takes it out of me every day, but that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, mad respect to you guys. It's I always like to like learn a little bit more about what people do outside of music because I think it's cool because we all work like day jobs, you know. Yeah. And um, but yeah, for you guys being young and being responsible, but and also having you know the band and just putting out an LP like. Good job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I can't believe you guys are going to go play a show after this. I don't think I've ever interviewed a band like yeah. one. Don't play a show. <laughs> one time there was a show here that I like. I interviewed some bands before they played, but it's kind of cool. Um, okay,
1: and we can just go back this way. Um, oh, yeah, and I forgot to yeah. mention um, where I'm from. Not, not many oh, people Spencer, know homie, it, drop it. I'm actually from the East Coast, I was born in Manchester, New Hampshire. And I grew up there until I was around four and then when I was four years old, uh, I got taken over here to Silver Strand. Silver Strand Beach. Damn. <laughs> I, got, I got taken I got taken over to Silver Strand Beach in Oxnard. I was I grew up there for a long time up until I was in like third or fourth grade and then we moved back to New Hampshire and then stayed there for, like, we weren't even in there for a year, We and then we moved, like, straight back here because you can't beat Cali weather and stuff. New Hampshire is just nice right. and hot summers. It's <laughs> not fun. As
3: soon as you said you were taking over Silver Shen, I just thought you just, like, straight up got
1: it. No, I was. No, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I was. It, it was a whole It was a whole ordeal. That's another sack of beans, but I was taken here. <laughs> a
4: sack of beans? I haven't heard that one before.
0: <laughs> uh, course that s- one? Um okay so if you got and you can, we can just go back this okay. way. Um so you guys all play instruments um which is cool like you you all you sing but you also play guitar which is which is really cool. So if you don't mind just um talking like when when so you play bass, I'm sure you play guitar probably a little bit too, but yeah. when did you start cuz like, you know, not everybody not everybody in the world knows how to play an instrument, let alone yeah. like at a level where one perform in front of a live audience which is like a whole nother thing mm-hmm. you know and then like write and record an album but also to learn that like it takes time and so mo- a lot of people don't a lot of people don't do that so yeah. kind of just if you guys all want to talk about when did you start playing bass guitar drums and how did you get into that and how did it progress
1: well yeah all righty um well, starting off with me, show business has been in my family forever. My grandma had this big hula dancing group that it was called Tina's Sports of Paradise. And, Damn, yeah, that's sick. So they'd all, my grandma would play instruments. She played the drums. All my uncles and them played ukulele, guitar and stuff. And so that kind of influenced me to you know, have that mindset of like, oh, I might want to be able to play one of these instruments. That's cool. And then um, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I saw... Not many people know this band anymore. They're kind of, you know, but they just came back. Uh, this band called Mudvayne. And I saw their Come on, basses. man. Everybody knows who Mudvayne is. I saw is. their basses <laughs> playing bass in the video, music video for the song Dig. And I was just like, that's pretty sick. I want to do that. And so I begged my dad to, like, take me to Guitar Center to go look at basses. And uh, I went and picked up a bass and that was actually the bass that I was still using in Terena till this day before I broke it at a backyard show because uh, it was ticking me off because it wasn't working <laughs> but um, yeah that's just how I got around playing bass and I play guitar too I, I'm really into nice. guitar too cause it's, it's a whole other instrument's a lot of fun too. Yeah, but yeah, that's how I kind of got into playing. Dude,
0: shout out mudvane dude. Yeah, mudvane, <laughs> mudvane sick. Dude. <laughs> Let me just make a note that you guys are repping Slow Bleed hard right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Slowbleed. Right. Three <laughs> out. Except of, for you. Three out of four members are wearing Slow Bleed. <laughs> yeah. <shorts right> now. <laughs> Um, No but that's a cool That's a cool story Thanks for sharing that And so like Let me just say something About the drums When I smoked a lot of weed In high school um, (laughs) I've been sober Like six and a half years But in high school I used to just get baked And jam with my friend And just play like Power chords and stuff And we And you know He had like a Like a practice space And you know We were in like a high school Like a punk band And dude like A couple times I would I would We would switch And like I would Try to play drums And like drums have always been the most like i'm just so fascinated by like how many different things are going on when you're playing drums and yeah, like man. drums are something like you can't play a show without a drummer nah. you know what I mean? like like it's so yeah i just want to say that about drums but if you want to talk about i'm sure you play other instruments but how you got into playing drums and you're also really good at drums too <laughs> oh, i was watching me. you play last friday and you were you're you're talented for sure Much appreciated really
2: yeah best in the 805 <laughs> Nah Damn what's up
0: Cameron Dude. Where you at homie Yeah what's up <laughs> C- Cameron Lim Reporting at the principal's office <laughs> <laughs> the real stand up <laughs> But yeah man
4: Like I-, I got into drums Completely through my dad Like my dad nice. was a drummer When he was growing up He was in the State Otter Jazz Band Got to go to Europe To play drums And that's All sick. this crazy stuff And like w- Like having him tell me that As a kid It was like Whoa like That's that's like that's another level like yeah for sure amazing to me and like i i I did like the little kid thing of like banging on things and like (laughs) trying to play drums with like (laughs) utensils and stuff at the dinner table yeah was like you know what maybe maybe it's time you know let's buy him a drum kit and like from that point on it was just like like eat sleep breathe drums and like i used to just like throw on my headphones and like listen to iron
0: maiden and play along damn. to iron maiden songs one of the greatest bands of all time if it wasn't for iron <laughs> maiden i wouldn't be playing drums right now damn so we got mudvayne and we got iron <laughs> maiden <laughs> yeah, I, <we laughs> <have been laughs> iron maiden and um like, and so did you did your dad help teach you a lot or did you kind of teach tried. yourself
4: he really really tried and like me just being a kid i was like nah, l- let me figure it out let me figure it out you're my dad don't don't worry about it <laughs> that's and cool then, though like, i kind of just figured it out and then like later on down the line i like like looked at like getting lessons more for like like textbook stuff and like rudiments and like yeah just that kind of area because i was super into like marching band drums for a really long time because that stuff's like super technical and yeah just super impressive to me and i just wanted to learn and that's when I, like, started to care a little bit more. It started to make a lot more sense. And me learning all that stuff carried over to, like, me playing drums and punk bands and hardcore bands. Yeah. It Like, like every little fill, all everything I play relies on rudiments. And, like,
0: if I wouldn't have done that, I definitely wouldn't be where I am right now. Dude, that's so cool, man. Yeah, yeah much that, respect. Yeah. Can you hit a, drum like, drum line on the snare? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's,
4: that's, that's <laughs> the stuff that, like...
0: I'm just picturing Nick Cannon right now in the movie just... <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Drumline? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, besides that's so that's dr- cool yeah.
4: though, man. Besides drums, like I play guitar, and bass, and like work my way around the keyboard a little bit. Like, yeah, I try and do everything and like produce music. Like that's that's my that's that's my gig, man. Like for sure, just playing every instrument, writing it, recording it myself, and like yeah, that's just kind of my thing. I really yeah. enjoy it.
0: That's what's up. It's cool that you kind of became an expert on on drums and, and that carried over into playing different kinds of music, you know? Yeah,
4: it's, it, it definitely made a big difference. And, like, I think it shows. Like, I, I'm i really proud of it. That's
0: what's up, man. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> um, so I started playing guitar in freshman year of high school. Nice. And, um, and for me, like, I was just sitting in my room one day listening to some music, and I'm like, I wonder what uh, I wonder what new uh, newer metal bands are out. Didn't find any that were good, but I instead <laughs> went to the uh, I went to the uh, the classic metal section and I listened to Master of Puppets and it changed my life. <sighs> like
0: one of the great, yeah.
2: Like that was the first riff I ever tried to play. Of course, it was way too hard for me. It took years <laughs> for me to get down properly. So now but. we got Mudvayne,
4: Iron Maiden, and Metallica. So there sick.
2: Can yeah. You can hear
0: those influences in your music, though. You know.
2: Yeah, and like. Um, I, and because of Metallica, I started going immediately from a more aggressive pick attack, which helps for this for this project. But man, I really le- wish I learned how to finger pick earlier, like, like just the more like, like technical side of guitar, like the stuff that like will will carry you throughout your entire life. You know, you because anyone can still play, you know, classical, nice, really pretty stuff. But I mean, not everyone can play hard and aggressive. Yeah, forever. You know. Um, yeah. Besides that, I pretty much only play guitar. I, I I can play bass, but I wouldn't call myself a bass player. They're two completely different instruments. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um, pretty much it. And you pretty much just taught yourself how to play.
2: Yeah. Like um, trying to play of course Metallica songs, Slayer, uh, Anthrax, Death. Dang. Like just. Like, pretty much any big metal band you can think of, I tried to learn some of their songs. Nice, dude. But, and, and and that really did help, like, coming in with a more, like, not just having one band as, like, my my goal sound, just having, like, an amalgam of different sounds that I want to pick little pieces out of. And, um, yeah.
0: That's awesome, dude. Thank yeah. Kill uh, Kill 'em All is one of my favorite albums of all time like to you. listen to. Like, it's just, like, so like just such a pioneering sound yeah, it's raw it it's is dude so like raw. if you go back like you know because we all you know i listen to like so much hardcore but like if you go back and listen to early metallica it's like like they were doing that like you know like that like they got a bunch of two-step parts yeah. in their songs dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. like,
3: <laughs> like that, that
0: entire album is just
2: energy put in a waveform just yeah. purely. like it's so sick um yeah, um, for, I'd say my personal favorite Metallica album would be either Ride the Lightning or um, uh, Injustice for All for two completely different reasons. <laughs> yeah. R- Ride the Lightning is just such a fantastic record all, all around, great dynamics, and then Injustice for All is just a technical nightmare. It's <laughs> like, like, there's like, like, every song is over five to six minutes long, and there's like a hundred different riffs throughout the entire album. It's insane.
0: Like... And all in different time signatures. That's great. Sure. Shout out to Metallica. Yeah. Alright, on to the, the second the second guitar player. That is yeah. me. Or the first. My bad. I don't know. However you want to look at it, man. But
2: <laughs> I mean we both just play something with strings on it. Yeah. Pretty much, Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um so I started playing guitar when I was, I believe, a sophomore year, I think it was sixteen. I just turned sixteen. And I wasn't really into heavier music at the time, actually. I actually wanted to be more of, like, Elliot Smith, and I wasn't into <laughs> a lot of Kansas, or not believe it or not. <laughs> so, like, the first song, I actually learned how to play, but not correctly until, like, a year after was Dust in the Wind by Kansas. So Classic? I was, yeah. I, and I just wanted to, I, that's the only reason I wanted the guitar was just for that reason. And you know I was into more pop music too, so like I listened to a lot, a lot of the radio at the time. And then uh, one day, I, cause I, I was that guy. I brought my guitar to school, not be, not to be <laughs> like a, like a straight up like, like a jerk, but mean practice. <laughs> yeah, just so, cause I didn't want to put it down. Yeah, like
0: acoustic guitar. Yeah, an acoustic
3: guitar. And I, it I makes didn't, it even worse. It makes it way worse. <laughs> I really hope we didn't bring it. No, up
0: it's up. legit, man. You uh, I went to school. I did. No, <laughs> no. But all you gotta, dude, all you gotta do is play like some plain white tees or yeah. some yeah. dashboard confessional, and the girls just
1: dude, the plain white tees came to my high school and performed. So and I started sick. a pit for them too. There's That's videos so of
0: two hater Delilah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Oh, I mean no. like, oh, you did. That's so sick. Dude. It was sick dude. Like, but you hit that on the acoustic, man. The girls just start migrating towards you, you know. <laughs> girls don't no, know I, that
1: anymore. Though. No, That's sad. I had messed
0: up like, teeth and party. stupid hair. <laughs> but That's sad because that song's a banger, dude. That
3: song. <laughs> but later down down the line, there was this guy that just kind of he grabbed my guitar because he knew how to play, but he wasn't as pretentious. So he played. The most iconic four chords that i i heard and i've heard them before i was like hey what is that song he's like oh that smells like teen spirit by nirvana i was like yeah okay and then as a guitar player and a musician and anybody in reality you've heard nirvana matter or not you're in the music or you like their shirts or their logos or whatnot and that was like the pro- probably the biggest influence for me when it comes to guitar playing and just songwriting in general because, like a lot of guitar players, especially when they start out, they're like trying to be Eddie Van Halen or Kirk yeah. Hammett, Dave Mustaine, John Petrucci, yeah, uh, other big metal guys, and <clears throat> it like when I looked at like Kurt Cobain and Nirvana's but it's just, it's just it's for me, really. That's kind of what got me into more heavier music because I wasn't like immediately listening to you know black flag or even you know mad Ball or set it off even uh because like i would listen to what they listen to like oh like black sabbath cool yeah automatic like win and like oh what's this band the wipers oh cool really weird but really cool yeah and then you know as gotten a black flag and more hardcore punk and i was like oh i wonder who else listened to these bands and then you know cromax too you know like i like the um, ah, i'm forgetting age of Coral, like that was a pretty good like thing <laughs> that came of that course like yeah hardcore and just in general yeah but yeah for me nirvana was the stepping stone for me to like actually like start taking it seriously it's just the power of the power chord
0: dude power chords when i first learned a guitar name? I learned the first song I ever learned on guitar was bro him by Pennywise.
4: The, because those
0: are, you know, the power guys, those are easy power chords to play the power of the power chord, man. That's what's that up.
3: Just an, that, that song's awesome. Yeah. Lie to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, for a period of time, rotting out was covering that song at shows that's... and I never saw it, but I saw videos of it and it was like kind of like, I never thought of a hardcore band doing that, but it was so sick. Like, but Yeah, dude, Nirvana. So you guys have some really cool, like, really cool uh, influences and, and, and also that you've all taken time to kind of study your like, learn more about the instrument you play and branch out to other instruments. And I think that comes across in your music, because you guys, like, I'm not just saying this, I've seen you guys play like tons of times and like you, you guys look very confident and like are very clean sounding and like on stage when you play and it all flows well and like you don't get that with every band you know you know i mean you guys know you see bands get up there and they're just like they just don't have it you know but um okay so we have like 20 minutes left the time always goes by so fast i do want to like and okay you guys already kind of um talked about it a little bit and i hate this question like i try to avoid it a lot but like people always want to know because punk and hardcore is not something that everyone gets into it's something that if you ask 10 people about like what's hardcore they're gonna be like they're gonna their answer is gonna be something that i can't say on the radio (laughs) (laughs) so if you guys just wanted to say quickly about like how did you you know because they're talking about a lot of like um metal bands and you know a lot of like black sabbath like all those bands but how did you because you know the the scene that you're involved in now is like you know hardcore is, to us is huge right it's like yeah. it, to us it's like oh my god it's Sorry, like but but to an outsider it's like this tiny little thing that nobody knows about so how did you um like what were some of your first favorite hardcore bands and like how did that how did that happen for you guys
4: well uh at least for me like there was a band that kind of led the way from like me growing up with just like straight up like metal and then like leading the way into like more like punkier elements, like faster, aggressive, like just like that sort of, you know, thing. And that band was Pantera.
0: Dude. Shout that, out Pantera, dude. Like
4: I like the album Far Beyond Driven. It's so Is good. what led me uh. to listen to
0: punk and hardcore strength Strength beyond strength is one of the album offers of all time it's true you guys should do a Pantera cover dude (laughs) that would be so
1: sick that (laughs) That was that was a
3: song we were going to cover
4: but yeah like that that kind of led the way and like did a lot for me personally and like i started listening to more punk and like hardcore but at the time i didn't know it was hardcore yeah like there's so many bands that like Fall into the hardcore umbrella that I was listening to at a really young age and didn't know. Yeah, One of those bands being Biohazard. Dude. My dad was super into <laughs> Biohazard. That's and awesome. I was like, Yo, like this is really cool. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like this is a hardcore band. Like that's sick. Like I've been on this, you know. Yeah, but it, it definitely started a lot more when I joined uh, Civil Conflict. Yeah, and like like I joined that band just straight up punk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah like <laughs> we
4: yeah, we love civil conflict. <laughs> um, sometimes, <laughs> but, yeah, joining that band like exposed me to a lot. Like the first time we had ever jammed before, any of the guys like had like came over to like see if I was a good fit for the band because they were you know they were already a band beforehand. Mm-hmm. I was just you know the new guy, and they told me to check out Stalag Thirteen <laughs> um, and Ill Repute. And, you know, I, I knew about ill repute because, like, my dad like, kind of grew up with those guys back in the day. Yeah. But never really gave them the time of day. And, like, I listened to that stuff and I was like, wow, like, what have I been missing? Like, this is this is insane. Yeah. And from there, like, punk was just, it, it was my life, dude. And that's everything that's awesome. that I did. And that gradual progression from punk to hardcore and just hand in hand, you know, that's yeah. just where
0: it is now. That's what's up, man. Thank you.
1: Um, so, Run it, homie. I mean, what what got me into harder music is uh, my both my parents when I was really really young they all they both loved like new metal. Um, Dude,
0: shout out new metal, man. Yeah, so I mean, I was, I was I was
1: pretty much raised on new metal. So my my freaking <laughs> so sick. my first favorite band of all time, and just because they looked cool too, was Slipknot. And it's like, it sounds really generic though, but it's just like, that was my favorite band. And it still is my favorite band, dude. I'm like super nerdy over that band. I collect their masks. I pay like hundreds of dollars for custom masks that no one knows that, dude. But that's my secret. That's my dirty little secret. But um.
0: Now everybody knows. Yeah, like, I mean,
1: yeah, I I mean, like I said, new metal is where it was at. I grew up listening to, listening to Mudvayne. I listened to Deftones. I was just gonna say Deftones. Stuff. Yeah, I love. My mom was super into all that, and um, even kind of straying from the new metal is I grew up on like a lot of rock too so like nirvana and one of my biggest favorite bands in the entire world incubus i love that band so much Uh, shout out incubus dude yeah Yeah. not many people know i like that band damn Uh, it's all coming out right now uh, live on the radio man but, uh, but yeah and then i mean of course i i found out about hardcore and punk actually i mean i knew punk existed and i knew hardcore existed but what got me into it was living here in oxnard i saw that we had a like a scene here I, I saw one of the flyers actually at one time there was a show at a skate park and I was—I didn't know anything about shows at that time I was really young and I was just like what are these dudes doing at the skate park I want to skate and like I just <laughs> left but then like a few months later I, I saw some shows going on I was like oh this is sick Like, I mean I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't really like punk at the time but it was like the hardest stuff we could get locally for free and yeah. um, I mean yeah so I would go to those shows and then I mean slowly you know i kind of evolved into getting into hardcore especially hanging out with david because he kind of showed me that oh yeah there's hardcore i was like oh this is sick like it's i because i mean punk wasn't really my thing now i like it but yeah and so i mean some of the hardcore bands i listen to now are like shattered realm and hate breed shattered realms probably my favorite one though nice really uh Unga stuff like caveman <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys at were you
0: guys at the CFF show when Omega Point did the Hatebreed cover? Oh yeah, we were. <laughs> I, we were all stoked. So for that one. sick, I so sick. Yeah, I, I I like already knew that that was gonna happen, but that was like
1: that was dope. Yeah, they killed
0: it. I love Omega Point. Yeah, all those guys in that band are sick. Omega Points yeah. like shout my out f- Vince King of Oxnard. Yeah. Yeah. King Absolutely. of Oxnard, yeah, King no of doubt. Oxnard. We love you, Vince. Low key, Omega Points my favorite 805 band.
2: Absolutely. they're <laughs> it's so their my favorite.
0: Go for it. All right. So like for me,
2: um kind of like uh David over here, like when like I started listening to hardcore bands not knowing that they were hardcore, I just thought that they were like oh like a like a lighter metal. So I was like, okay, I'll check these guys out. I started listening to um Earth Crisis and Marauder and um
0: two bangers yeah. right off the gate. <laughs> yeah. That, that puts me to shame. <laughs> To, I mean, xbx li- for life homie <laughs> um i'm not straight edge or vegan but <laughs> okay, <laughs> i am when i listen to those bands
2: <laughs> um so yeah like i started listening to them and then um got into t- like some more hardcore again not knowing that there w- it was hardcore but then um david showed me turnstile and um that's when i realized oh this is hardcore got it yeah and then from there started getting into more like um like Vamkara, uh, um, just like just super heavy bands like um, uh, Kublai Khan, um, Knocked
0: Loose. Uh. <laughs> Knocked Loose <laughs> is cool. Yo, Knocked I, Loose I is playing though when we were young. Fans.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I it's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> like, <why? laughs>
0: not surprised
2: at all. But yeah, I mean they're they're a huge band. Yeah, so it's only natural. I mean, I, good good for them because I mean that show is selling. Sure I saw you w- and I prepare more, though.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I saw you rocking the Tiger's Jaw crew neck when you yeah, guys dude. played, dude. God, I, so I love sick. Tiger's Jaw so much. Yep. <laughs> Tiger's Jaw and Title Fight, two of my favorite yeah, bands. Yeah, shout out to Title Fight. Yeah. It's for real. they my favorite bands. They changed, my, changed the way I perceive music and the way I write it, like, for real. That's I awesome, I love Title Fight so much.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. It's like, Title Fight might do a reunion, but until then, we have, like, one step closer and anxious, so. Yeah. yeah. Pretty
2: solid Torchbearers, if I do say so myself.
0: Trying to get them at the CFF soon enough my I, oh, that would <laughs> they're be the homies amazing. dude i yeah so like i've been trying like every time they come to california and they're like it just they don't have a day off or something but they're down so awesome that would life. be a, that would be a fun that would be fun i love those bands oh yeah i
2: like can't, like after hearing the anxious's new record oh i can't wait to hear those songs live oh.
0: i like it a lot of people are like yeah but i think it's good it's great i don't know like, they're the homies dude so like good they, they do you know they're like you guys, they're young as hell. Yeah.
3: Okay, so what was the question again? <laughs> I was just so entranced <laughs> by Dante. <laughs>
0: just talk about how much you love Limp Biscuit. Yes. <laughs> bro, bro. I just get, don't, don't get us started on Limp Bro, I'd be biscuit bumping in like my Ford F one fifty. So let's go. <laughs> okay. But, um, no, basically just uh, you know, you talked about you you talked about Nirvana and stuff like that already but um like what led you to listening to like more of the punk and hardcore that is I, m- like more in this hardcore scene I guess you know okay so in a way punk
3: was kind of introduced for me to a, from a really young age like not by accident obviously not a pro skater <laughs> no american wasteland Um <laughs> uh, but that was that was early on in my life cuz I was listening like one song off of that soundtrack of Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, shout out Tony Hawk, best, you know, best everything. Best, 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 best video game soundtrack. Best guy. Best individual. <laughs> no, Tony Hawk Tony American Wasteland, because that, the first song that I, like, off the top of my head I will think of is uh, We're Gonna Fight by 7 Seconds. Yep. That's how I got into, like, punk and, like, that just that whole thing. But just from growing up in general, my mom would listen to, like, Yellow Card and just, um... Damn, I haven't thought Taking about Yellow son-
0: Card in a long time. Right? <laughs> Jerry's Pizza? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, she would listen to Yellow Card, A Good Charlotte. She, she would listen to, like, pop punk. Yep. Especially of the early 2000s. And, you know, she didn't really like Blink-182 or any of the 90s stuff. She was in a boy band at the time. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. But I'm, I'm just straight humiliating her right now. <laughs> but, no, it was, like, a lot of pop punk bands. like And even, like, more emo bands like The Use and, you know, My Cam. Yeah. And you know, as soon and even then, going back to Tony Hawk, like Mike Kim did a cover of Astro Zombies by the Misfits, and I was like, "You can do that." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" And even then, like the way I got into more punk stuff was like saying like after Nirvana, like got into like Black Flag. I even got into like the weird era of Black Flag where it was like kind of spoken word, and I was like, "I get it."
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: I was just like, I I was like, I don't like it, but I get it. Yeah. And then it just got progressively more to like, and like the more groovier elements. Like David mentioned, uh, Pantera, and I was like, like when I think of Pantera, I just think of that breakdown from Domination, Absolutely. just just a uh, dun, 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 dun dun just that straight up like chugginess. It's the best, just dude. that groove. Yeah, and even then, like I got into like other music too. I got into more like metal and like stoner metal because that was a thing. Um, and like moving past that like like when i got into more like the modern hardcore stuff was like drain gulch yeah uh like they were saying and turn turn turnstile too like like i don't even need to say anything just turnstile man (laughs) yeah
0: no straight up i get chills just thinking about what that band is doing because i've seen them for a long time and yeah amazing band can't even buy their record online yeah, yeah. i tried i got it, i tried to get it for someone for christmas and you can't even it's it's like amazon is selling it but like you have to get on a wait list and the only other places i was seeing it were on like ebay for like three hundred dollars and then they dropped like one variant for christmas and it was sold out in like seconds five minutes yeah not even and,
2: so, yeah, and, and they sold out that um that uh tlc uh, world tour with it within five minutes amazing like it was insane
0: shout out to turnstile for playing the opac man oh yeah so cool that like being able to
2: see them that close i'll probably never like
4: yeah that is that is literally a two minute walk from my house (laughs) so sick that's that's insane
0: yeah and you guys are playing there tonight dang um okay so thanks thank you guys for sharing all that I let's take the rest of the time to just talk about Terena. Um Whoever wants to answer these questions, go for it. But kind of just like, how did the band, I don't know exactly when you guys formed, um, but kind of like when you formed, um, how did it start? Um, yeah. Just what were like the early stages of the band? Like, did you have like a, a, a goal in mind and where does the name come from? Those yes. are like a million questions, yeah. but just start uh, with one. I got you. Yeah. yeah,
4: the name one is a really common question we get asked. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like is no it one Is it Torina? It's Torrena. Torrena. But yeah, um, Torrena was the name of a band that Dante and I had like kind of fooled around in and like started like ba- way back when. Because yeah. I knew Dante before any of these guys, and um, yeah, that's kind of where that started. You know that band, you know, kind of dissolved and became non-existent. So once this band started, I was like, hey, like, no one had that name at the time, like, and it, like, it sounds cool, like, why not? And um, uh, it, it essentially, like, the band started from like me seeing a video of Julian like shredding, and I was like, wow, like, I, I didn't know, I didn't, and I didn't know he played like that because I had known him from one of his older bands. And Yeah, once I had saw that. I've heard the, this story before. The, 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 the we don't talk about it. Story. We, do not, we do not talk. We do not talk do about do, the incident. <laughs> we do not talk about the... But yeah, man, like, saw that, started jamming, and we're like, yeah, like, this is it. Like, so
2: you guys were already jamming together, right? Yeah, yeah w- way long ago. I'd say, like, we've we we we've been jamming for, like... For five, five, four, years yeah, five years? Yeah, five
0: years, yeah. Damn, that's what's up. Half a decade right there. Yeah, man. And then, um, so you guys wanted to start Serena in a new form and then added Julian and then added Mika or what? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of how it sort of
4: like it it started with Julian and I, cause like the, the older band didn't exist anymore. And then I, you know, as Dante, like, Hey, you want ins on this? Like, let's, let's like start up like a, like a proper band. Let's actually do something, you know? And Mika can get Yeah,
1: And then, I mean, I pretty much came in where me and David were at a, prior band called nothing special and then when we stopped playing sick I mean, name yeah when we stopped playing we were out we were at a standstill and then david started terrain, and i mean uh, i was i mean i was still hanging out with david we were still close and i just was like oh man like i can't not be playing bass so uh i'm in your band now deal with it so yeah <laughs> that's
0: what's up
3: <laughs> like the big thing about like starting terena was like like the well, our iteration now, I'm not gonna talk about it, but basically it was very different. It was just it was just super like bare bones metal kind of thing. Yeah, and like we were kind of very
4: sludgy aspects. Very know? slu
3: That's very Melvin's-y. and it was uh, it was it was kind of it's not you know embarrassing, but like it's just evolution, man. It's, yeah. it's 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 something that we kind of all like looked at and where we, we were like, this isn't cool. Let, <laughs> let's uh. <laughs> this this isn't really something that we can all vibe with like accordingly so we just kind of like so i was like why don't we do more like hardcore stuff and then we all were just kind of like yeah i kind of feel like that's all where our hearts were at like yeah like that's what we
4: knew that like because that's what we were surrounded by too like yeah hardcore was just all we all we saw
1: all we we were around
0: shout out in control Shout-out in control. Shout out greatest out 805 control. band of all time. Just the greatest. <laughs> the
1: greatest. One of the greatest bands that ever come out of Oxnard. For sure, oh, dude. God, I love them.
0: Yeah,
3: bro. Just that. Bro, just that open E chord. No. <laughs> the that best intro chord. ever. It's it's actually it it was it doesn't
0: matter if they use that, Elijahs. That's just great.
4: Yeah. They they took that formula and perfected it.
0: Yeah. Yep. I remember. Yeah, dude. The two towers. Like I. I love that song. Yeah. Growing oh, yeah. like, up in the city. It's it's the city. Of Austin, California. <laughs> it's so <laughs> sick, dude. I remember. <laughs> Great song. Uh, um, it's funny. I was just with Ryan the other night. At, uh, uh, there was like, a little service for someone who just passed. And mm.
1: he's the funniest dude ever. dude. He's
0: so funny. Shout out Ryan for that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Shout out Ryan for that. Um, okay, so... I, I do, like, we'll, maybe we'll go a couple of minutes back. See, I want to know about, like, the first shows you you guys played. Like, what, maybe, like, I don't know, like, what was the first show you played? How did it go? Or, like, you know, yeah, like, what what was the first show you guys played? So, the first show that we played was at Escape um, Park in Oxnard. Okay. Um, oh, wait, real quick. When yeah. did you guys, like, the band actually start coming together and practicing as a band? Was, like, during the pandemic? So, um, we actually started practicing, like, the first,
2: not started practicing, but we started like getting ready to like start practicing. Right when the pandemic, okay, like, gotcha. the week we went into lockdown. Okay, cool we, cool. we started like wanting to jam. Okay, um, but um, so yeah, um, our first show was at a skate park in Oxnard, and um, it started off a bit, a bit bumpy. Um, just some personal things got in the way of it starting yeah. smoothly, but um, then after all that, it it went really well, like yeah. Like I, I've heard from so many people that like your first show is gonna be your like your worst, like it's gonna go awful. And like you know, everyone in the band except me has, has played a first show before, but that was my first show ever. Nice. And, like I was oh, oh my god, I was so nervous. I'm like God. <laughs> Shout out Dante. <laughs> Shout out Dante, dude. I was I was so nervous. I was <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna mess it up. It's gonna be awful. But then we started playing, and I just completely let go of all my anxieties and just let the performance take over and it went so well hey, Like that's nice. what
1: he ripped dude yeah, yeah. thanks man
0: yeah i mean you guys are all really talented musicians and i feel like when you're really good at something and confident once you get over that initial fear and that initial like anxious like oh my god what's gonna happen and you just kind of like like settle in and lean into know knowing that you're really good at what you're doing all that stuff kind of goes away you know
2: yeah like absolutely man because like after that show playing is nothing like it's just like something i get to do it's not something that like i have to get through this and whatever like no like it's something i genuinely love doing so much like like it just you you can forget about everything in your life yeah being on that stage is the only thing that matters. And it's just like, it's so sick. For sure. Dude, having shows right now is a privilege. Absolutely. Like, after having it taken away for so long,
4: like, especially with me, like, playing constantly with civil conflict yeah. before the pandemic, like, having that instantly ripped away was, like, extremely awful. Yeah. Like, yeah absolutely. It
3: makes you realize what you have. Yeah.
4: yeah. Like, I can't put it into words, like, how devastated I was.
0: Dude, so, and we're so lucky. That our scene is like the best ever. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it is. So it really I is. Mean, <laughs> is the best in the world. I mean, I mean, dude, than you. all, uh, be- like, be all I have than to say celebrity. is like we had Rob Brigade, Odd Man Out, and Scal and Chemical Fix in like the it same the span weekend, of three days? in the yeah. span of three days. Like, you know, like that's so sick. Um, that show was just super
1: gnarly. <laughs> and then yeah. they have Soulfly pretty soon. Yeah, and then, yeah,
2: then right yeah, and then during that three-day span, we also had Cruelty out here. Oh yeah.
0: oh yeah that's right i mean to forget yeah. that yeah. yeah
2: of course man Japan. absolutely disgusting music love them to
0: death they were great yeah that their their set was so sick i got to see them that night too but um i definitely want to take a quick minute or so to talk about your new record that you put out of course, man. um so just kind of like the process of writing that like how long did it take or you know kind of just the process of writing the record the lyrics are like the lyrics are very relatable the lyrics are really good um <laughs> i love it and like the sound like sonically you guys are talking it's like uh you guys have a very cool blend it's like you got like a little a little thrashy a little crossover some a little metal like straight up hardcore like it's just got yeah. like a i can hear all of your influences everything blended together and shout out Sepultura. <laughs> Straight up. Great man But but the record is like From beginning to end It's like I can listen to it And not be bored And not be like It just has a good flow Aww And um Yeah no Thank I'm, you <laughs> Yeah I'm serious Um So yeah If you just guys want to talk about that real quick Like how that process went
3: The process itself Was very Difficult Because The The the, the Writing the The songs were there The lyrics Weren't you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the lyrics were very last minute. Like, at, like, sometimes when I'd get off of work, I would walk home. It's like an hour walk, so I'd have time to kill. And, like, that first song, Fall Out of the Fire, I came up with at, like, right, I was about, like, crossing the street, you know, just walking all the way down this long road and just, like, trying to, like, okay, what goes with this? Okay, what can I talk about? And then I just kind of thought about it for a second. I stopped for like five minutes on the sidewalk looking stupid and just looked at myself was like, why don't I just write about what I know? Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, trying to be all like, you know, five finger death punch and write about <laughs> dumb stuff. And I mean, that's what's up, dude. The yeah. most, That's the most authentic thing you can do. Yeah. So I just, instead, like, I, I, I wasn't exactly writing about what, well, I was writing about me, (laughs) but it's like experiences just with life that like, I believe anybody can relate to, you know, especially like today, like not a lot of, like a lot of kids just kind of feel alone Yeah, and just, you know, they're lacking some figures in their life, like role models, you know, like, you know, for me, it's like a father, so like it's stuff like that. That's very, um, it's, it's stuff that's just kind of, it's just more relatable in terms of like. Just kids in general.
0: Yeah, no, I can feel that for sure on like, every song. Yeah, dude. And, like, as your
4: bandmate, like, like it's extremely noticeable in your lyrics that you, like, care about what you're writing.
3: Absolutely. For yeah. Sure.
4: Like, It's <laughs> extremely known.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I care about stuff like that because, like, for me, like, I've, I've, I've never really, like, music, the music itself, like, the actual instrumentation is very, um, like, I care about that. Like, that's, like, I want to do that for me. Like, the instrumentation, like, yeah, grueling heavy. But when it comes to lyrics, I I try to write for, not not my, I don't write for myself. Like, when it comes to the lyrics, it, when it comes to the lyrics, I write for, like, for the youth, you know?
0: It's that's kinda what's like up.
3: Yeah, it's not, It's it, I try not to make it too deep, though, because I don't want to get, like, to the point where it's like, okay, we get it. You're sad, bro. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up bro.
0: Like, be quiet. We get it. <laughs> no, that's what's up.
3: And it's just like, <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, you know, like, probably we, like, all of us is just bandmates and friends, like, that we, we could relate to. And I think that's what brings us together, just like, in terms of, like, a brotherhood as well as, you know, yeah. musically and sonically, like, we kind of put that those emotions like, you know, especially the like the negative emotions into our music because like, well, I feel like our band, what we the music that we make is music that you could not just lyrically, but like sonically, you could feel it. Like you could feel that anger. You could you could feel that rage and you could feel that sadness and, you know, you can get all but you could get all those feelings out without any judgment. And like, you know, like, you know, like when crowd killing, two stepping, it doesn't matter. Like, because that's all accepted. Yeah. And like yeah, I see some people make, you know, fun of it. Like, oh why are you punching the floor, man? Like, shut up, bro. We're mad.
0: They're just mad. <laughs> yeah, they're just haters, dude. They yeah, just don't sad. they just don't know what's up. Bro, if you're gonna be a hater, I'm gonna be a hater. Get out. <laughs> um Alright, well thank you guys so much for for mobbing up here and coming on the yeah, show. Man. And um dude, so I'm glad yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Glad to be your first radio interview. Um, <laughs> so yes, really. the thank last you. thing we'll do is I wanna say this. I've seen all you guys. Mosh so hard like you guys all go so hard in the pit Um, you guys all mosh sick especially this guy right here dude he doesn't
3: mosh he just fights people
0: (laughs) so last thing for each of you is just give out any shout outs you want to give out like any of your favorite bands you're listening to or any any of that shout outs and then your favorite mosh move
1: (laughs) okay um you know shout out to the whole scene Another, yeah, you know, shout out to Vince from I mean, yeah. Omega Point and Dead Heat. Yep. He, if it wasn't for him, dude, we wouldn't have music out there. That's true. And, um, you know, shout out to my dad. He's the one who bought me my bass. So Nice. That's kind of where it all started. And uh, my favorite uh, pit move is probably going on the stage and punching everyone in the face and in the front of the stage.
0: I've seen you do that before. Respect. <laughs> I don't hit them that hard, but
1: it just looks, I mean, anyone satisfying.
0: knows like a real crowd kill. Like you're not actually like yeah. trying to punch people. You're, like, you
1: know, you're just, you're just doing your thing. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. my favorite move.
0: Doing Respect. Nah.
4: For me, I was going to say, I'm going to have to say the same thing. Shout out Vince, dude. Yeah. Uh, Vince is a legend. Like that dude helped this band like immeasurably. And, he he's a big part of the album's success. Right for sure.
2: Uh,
4: yeah, shout out In Time. Those are our, those are our brothers, man. Yep. They mean a lot to us. Yep, absolutely. And Ceramic. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. yeah, they, they i. Of
4: <laughs> yeah, bro, we're we <laughs> we we're, 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 we're beefing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, see dude. me versus Oxnard. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> but uh,
4: yeah, dude, favorite Pip move gotta be the classic two-step man yeah. i'm I, yeah I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good two-step so am i song. dude big
2: time can't go wrong yep that's what's up <laughs> absolutely man um i'm gonna also be completely unoriginal and say thank you, thank you thank you thank you vince you were such an immeasurable help like my like the band would not have gotten as far as it has without vince like and i say that with my chest um that's right. Um. Besides that, um also, you know, thank you in time, thank you, Ceramic, thank you, Massline, like just the homies, always down to throw a show and just super awesome rad people. And um big, absolutely <laughs> massive shout out <laughs> to um Brian Stallsworth, David's oh, yeah. dad. Oh, like <laughs> this this man, this individual has done so much for not only us as people, but for the band. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's like, like,
1: it's my uncle Brian, dude. <laughs> yeah, man,
2: Papa Bryn. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and, and um, my favorite hardcore move is also the two step. You just you just can't go wrong. Yeah. Like, like once you hear it, it's just like, all right, it's go time. Yeah, we go,
0: dude. Especially in the eight like, oh five, like it's yeah. like once the step it's like the everybody just uh, say like dance floor, dude. One of you guys yeah, like, needs to do a, a two step tutorial on YouTube for the you know what I mean, <laughs> for like the kids. Henry that. i don't know it but yo that's it's intimidating as at first you know it took but, me yeah. like a long time to learn how to do that it it's like <laughs> yeah man yeah. like mom, you're gonna make fun of me <laughs> 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 but mom if i don't have a crispy
2: two-step i'm all gonna say things <laughs> yeah like um j- just as the last thing i learned how to two-step in my room listening to time and space by turnstile dude like, just...
0: <laughs> that's so sick yeah <laughs> that's right
2: I'd also
3: like to give a shout out to Vince Amador, <laughs> yeah. like King of the Eight Hundred Five. Oh, yeah, so yep, you know supports every band doesn't matter. You know he's just like he's just great. He's the greatest man, all time CFF sound guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro, all time lockout god.
1: <laughs> he, he lets us have soda.
3: <laughs> bro, shout out Squirt too. Like the soda, bro. He gives
0: us
1: unlimited squirt when we're there. Squirt pause <laughs> uh, don't record that
3: okay and also shout out to the other homie vince from the bay yeah. and shout out to his band to his bands far worse and pretty shanks like they're like our they're like our band homies just from out there because they're there's something else man like so we i, I want to play a show with them again so bad yeah, shout be- out shout out in time shout out ceramic shout out mass line shout out bare minimum you know yeah. what
0: i mean yeah.
3: You know, shout so, ah, out beefing.
0: Mauricio is, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, one of the coolest kids Honestly, ever, he Honestly,
3: he, he is the embodiment of hardcore right there. Like, <laughs> dad weird. hat, Nikes, Dickies, big hoodie, and <laughs> hands. That's it. Yeah. And as a, you Love know. Love that,
0: dude.
3: I don't know. Shout out to Omega Point Two. Dead Heat, they're big supporters, too. Absolutely. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. You know. Just shout out. Shout out to pretty much every hardcore band in the world. Yeah. <laughs> because shout out to the 805. Yeah. Shout out to the numbers 805 especially.
1: Yeah. That's right. And shout out to you, Dylan, dude. Yeah, shout out, out to out you out out too. On the show, man. Thank you for being King such a big radio. support. King of the radio. <laughs> radio, radio. King radio, of the 805. For coming for you, radio. Of course. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
3: And also when it comes to the favorite hardcore dance, like hardcore dance, um, I just kind of like sitting like on the rim of the pit. Just so if someone gets too close to me, I can just hit him in the head <laughs> or kick him. you know, like I don't like getting in the pit, like eh, just kind of get tired, it gets tired very easily. So I just kind of like getting in like sitting on the outskirts and just, you know, don't get too close to me. I'll just kick you.
1: Bro, you want some supplements? I can help you. <laughs> you want some supplements, bro? I can work on that stamina for you. <laughs>
3: That pre-worker just that pre-workout, just snort it and just...
0: Uh, Dude, I had, a whole, mode. I had a whole yeah. conversation with my interview last week about pre-workout. It was actually really funny. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, follow uh, Terena on Instagram, Terena HC. Listen to their new record on... Spotify, Bandcamp, yeah, Bandcamp, Apple, Apple Music. Music, streaming everywhere, homie. in Prison. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, you're
3: not a real fan unless you download it on a Zoom.
0: <laughs> um, and then, yeah, come check them out tonight at, at the Oxnard Performing Arts Center in like two and a half hours or so. Um, Indeed. And Saturday night, you can hit me up for the address to that show or hit them up for the address to that show. And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you. All right.